Hello and welcome to Foothill Christian American Canyon. We're glad you joined us today and we sincerely hope that you're blessed with today's message. Today we're going to have Anna, my wife, and my daughter Raquel come up and, and bring the word. And before they come up, um, how many were here last week for our beginning of the series, Why Do You Come to Church? Raise your hand if you were here. Right? And you got started and you got a glimpse of that. But... As someone that wasn't raised in the church, myself, um, I ask questions. I, I ask, well, why do we do this? Why, why, why does the Lord want us to do that? Uh, do we have any people out there that are like that, that ask questions? That, well, just because you've done it for 50 years doesn't mean that we have to do it for the next 50 years. Do you ever ask yourself why you do certain things? And one of the things I remember asking was, well, why do people come to church? And I realize the scripture tells us, or better yet, commands us to be in the house of God. But really, why do we come to church? So last week, we, we spoke a little bit about that. And again, we're going to continue this morning. And why don't you give a big hand this morning to Pastor Anna and Raquel as they come up and bring the word this morning. Amen. God bless you all. God bless you and good morning. Good morning. We are going to be talking about part two, why we attend church. Um, first of all, I do want to say I just am so thankful for God's love because without God's love, we would be nothing. And because of his love, we can love others. And um, because of his love, I can stand up here and speak. I was sharing with Sister Betty, I'm not a speaker, and I don't like speaking in front of people. But God has done such amazing things in my life that I cannot stay quiet, and it would be shameful if I stayed quiet. So with that said, I get to preach this morning, and I'm not a preacher, but God does miracles. So for believers, there is no substitution for not attending church. Besides the fact that it pleases God to have you in the house of the Lord. It's also very necessary for a believer's spiritual well-being. Now, for the people that cannot attend church, like those that are either in a hospital or um, in a wheelchair that cannot come to church, the ministry on the radio or TV might be the only kind of fellowship or spiritual nourishment that they get. And God totally understands, understands their heart. But for those of us that could attend church, it is important to attend church and to be together with a group of believers. Amen. Last week we did talk about why we come to church and reasons why we come to church. And remember I said that it's amazing that God loves us, that we can return that love back to others. We can love by connecting. We love by connecting. We love by serving. We love by giving, and we love by sharing. I'm going to ask this morning for those of you that can stand. If you can stand, and Raquel is going to read a scripture. And it is found in Hebrews 10, 23. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in habit of doing, but encouraging one, one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. 
Let's bow our heads and go before the Lord in prayer this morning. Heavenly Father, we come before you, Lord God. I thank you for your many blessings, for all that you do, Lord. This morning, I ask that you would anoint our lips, Lord, as Raquel and I speak your word, Lord. Your word is alive and living, and it does do miracles in our lives, Lord God. I just ask that you would anoint us this morning as we bring your message. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And you can all be seated. This morning, Raquel and I are going to talk about um, the reasons why it's important for you and I to attend church. Reason I have four points. And point number one, it is an expression of our love for God. And like I said earlier, I thank God for his love. He has given me so much love that my job as a Christian is to be able to share it. So coming to church is a way that we can express our love to God. Raquel is also going to read um, another scripture that is found in Matthew 10, 32. And if you have your Bibles, you can turn to it, or if not, we do have it on the handout. It says... Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But whoever disowns me before others, I will disown before my Father in heaven. Going to church is a visible, tangible expression of our love and worship towards God. It is a place where believers, we can get together with each other and we can bear witness to each other. We can publicly say to each other and encourage each other. The psalmist wrote, I will declare your name to my brethren in the midst of the assemblies. I will praise you. People often go to church because they feel that that's just kind of the right thing to do. You know, you feel that's the good thing to do. As a good American, go to church. But in reality... We go to church to be a blessing, to bless others, to be able to, to minister to others. Raquel's going to talk on point number two. Point number two is it builds up our spiritual strength. So this is the second reason why we come to church or why we should come to church. I think of it as uh, the Bible says we're all in a spiritual battle, right? We're in a spiritual battle with the enemy, and he's all constantly trying to attack us. And so if you don't have spiritual strength, how can you fight? Amen. It's kind of like in a, in a fighting match. If you're, if you're boxing someone and you, and you don't practice and you don't build your strength, when the time comes when they're going to attack you, what are you going to do? You're just going to stand there and not be able to defend yourself. But we come to church that way when the enemy comes, and he will come at you. You have enough strength, and you have enough of God's word in your mind and in your heart to say, this is what God says. This, this is what I know, and this is what I'm going to stick to, right? And um, point number three is... You know, as Raquel, I'm going to go back just to point number two real quick. Um, building spiritual strength. I think about times in my life when, um, I think back to about ten years ago when my mom had been real ill and they had told us that she was getting ready to leave the surf. And um, 
I remember thinking, okay, so I'm trying to prepare myself for that day, but a lot of times, you know, you can think that you're prepared, but when it actually happens, when your loved ones leave this earth, you feel a lot of sadness. And uh, I do remember that a lot of scriptures kept coming to mind, and usually when we do lose a loved one, we have either friends in church that will give us scriptures. And I remember a scripture given to me that talks about, yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will fear no evil because the Lord is with you. At the very end of that verse, it says, and it's a promise of God that God is going to see you through no matter what. And at the end of that verse, it says that surely goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And talking about about being spiritually strong. If I wouldn't have gone to church all those years, and if I would have had those friends to encourage me, during that time when I lost my mom, I could have gotten to the point where I could have said, God, are you really even there? And so that's the importance of being connected in a church, because at those times when you're feeling lonely or sad or when you're having issues that are going on in your life, you either have friends that will encourage you or if not, you'll remember the scriptures that you heard from time to time and when you're sitting quiet alone, it's when the Lord speaks to you and reminds you, you know what, I'm with you. Even though you feel like you're all alone and you're walking in this valley of the shadow of the death, you feel like you're alone, but you're not. God promises that that goodness will follow you all the days of your life. His mercy will be there. And point number three, it brings the special visitation of the Lord's presence. Getting together like we are now, the Bible does say, when there are two or three gathered there, that the Lord's presence is here. I just want to share a few. This was maybe 10, 15 years ago. My brother was invited to, um, to a, a conference. There was a, a preacher that was going to come and he was going to preach. And my brother said that he was in a big auditorium with a bunch of believers. And he said, you know, Anna, the service hadn't even started. And the minute I stepped foot into that building, I could feel God's presence. Something happens when us believers come together to worship and praise God. When you come to church expecting miracles, if you have a need and you know that God is going to answer you, something happens when believers get together. So that's why it is important that we do come together because in this place we can be praying for each other and God answers your prayers. Amen? And point number four, our last point, is it provides fellowship with other Christians. This is why um, we come to church because it's, it's another word for fellowship is support, kind of like a support system, right? If you come to church, just as um, Pastor Anna was saying, and you have a bad day or you're going through something, you have your church family to back you up. And most of the time, your church family is going to be more supportive than your real family can be. Because you have developed that relationship. You're connected by God. And sometimes, you know, in your own family, not everyone 
might know God, and sometimes it's a little difficult to come to them with the situation. And uh, you get that same kind of wisdom and that same kind of, um, you, you know, just the words that you need, rather than if you come to church and if you're surrounded by your brothers and your sisters, your fellow believers. And so I rem- there's a scripture in 1 John 1, 7, and it says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. And there's this, there's a story um, my dad actually shared with me a while back. This guy had come to, I, I think it was either in the Napa campus or this campus, a while, this was a while back. And he came and my dad shook his hand and he's like, oh, nice to meet you. Welcome to our church and everything. And then he's like, do you have a home church? My dad asked the, the guy that and he said, oh, no, I don't believe in a home church. I, I just think I like to go to a bunch of different churches. Um, and so later after that, my dad sat us down and then he was telling us, that's not right. You need to find a home church and you need to grow and you need to... You need to have fellowship with others. Like what we were doing the other day, we watched um, God's Not Dead at Wayne and Irene's house. They opened up their home for us to have fellowship and to grow a relationship with each other. And I think that's just, um, that's something that us as a church need to realize that we have each other for fellowship. And um, I just think that, I remember when he shared that story with me. Just that, how true that is. Because you shouldn't be going from church to church to church. You need to find a church to be planted in. And you need to find a place to grow. Find a place to connect with other people. Because when you're going through hard times, who are you going to turn to if you just keep going to this church, to this church, to this church, to this church? You're not going to have anybody. And that's, I think, the reason why God created created churches. For us to come together. For us to worship Him. For us to support each other when we're in need. I also remember there's a famous preacher, Rick Warren, that a couple of years back, he had his son committed suicide. And um, he said it was just a very sad, sad time in his life. And he said, but the beauty of being connected with church family, he had a small group that he would, um, he would attend with every week. They came to his house and they just spent the night with him. They stayed. He goes, and these people weren't there to talk to me the whole time. They just were there. They were just sitting there in my living room, and I kind of went about my my own business. He goes, but it was just so comforting because I knew they were people that cared about me. And so that's why the importance of going to church. When you're going through a hard time, your friends know who you are, and they can call you and give you a word of encouragement and say, you know what? Keep going. God has a plan and a purpose for you, to prosper you. And God's going to meet you where you're at. You don't have to feel down and out. And sometimes just giving a person a hug, you know, makes all the, the, the difference in the world. One of the most important reasons that we go to church is to practice love. It's... Um, just kind of loving on each other, other believers, in a form of fellowship. The Bible clearly shows that if we have a right relationship with God, we have fellowship with other believers. And there's this example that I wrote down. It says, the Bible makes it clear that a right relationship with God requires a vertical and a horizontal alignment. That we must have a vertical fellowship with God, a vertical relationship with Him. And when we have that, we are able to love other believers, have a horizontal relationship.
So this morning, we mentioned our four points. Why we come to church. Number one, it is an expression of our love to God. Do you love God? Amen. I know you do because you're here this morning. Number two, it builds up our spiritual strength. I kind of think about this with, um, with us seeing the Olympics. You know, I enjoy seeing, I've always enjoyed seeing the gymnastics, the girls do gymnastics. And for the longest time, when my Bianca was little, I signed her up in gymnastics. Because Bianca kind of has like all these muscles. She doesn't have to work out. She has all these muscles. So when she tumbled, she kind of showed her muscles. And I used to always tell everybody, that girl is going to take me to the Olympics, which that didn't last too long, but it was kind of nice saying that. But, but So when I watched gymnastics, you kind of hear about their story. They just didn't wake up one day and say, like I would say about Bianca, she's my ticket to the Olympics. You know, no, it's years and years and years of practice. And sometimes you even see, I think there was one girl, and I don't remember her name, but she was in the Olympics four years ago, and she didn't do so well. So this time when she came back to the Olympics, she got a lot of the gold medals, but then they kind of talk about her story. It just didn't happen by going to the gym and, and being there eight hours for one day. It was kind of a lifetime. You have to really be connected. So that's why it's important. Be connected to a church. Build your spiritual strength. It will make you stronger, and you will live a blessed life. Point number three. It brings a special visitation of the Lord's presence. And to be in the Lord's presence, it makes you feel like a giant. Because I know, I mean, I'm not very tall. I'm 4'11 and a half. That's what they told me last time when I went to see the doctor. I'm 4'11 and a half. So I'm not very tall. But you know, when I am in the presence of the Lord, boy, I can move mountains. And I don't care how short I am, but I am strong in the Lord. So that's very important. That's why we encourage you to, to attend church. Number four, it provides fellowship with other Christians. I think about how in the beginning when God created Adam and he had him in the garden and he gave him a job to do, to name all the animals, but yet he was lonely. Because we as humans create, um, we crave fellowship. It's not good for us to be alone. It's the same thing with Christians. You need to surround yourself with Christian people that can be uplifting and can be encouraging to you. So as you take your, your outline home, I challenge you to kind of um, try to grow in these, in these four areas um, with knowing that you do need to attend a church, you do need to build spiritual strength. You do need to practice being in the presence of the Lord. And you do need to be surrounded by Christian people to encourage each other. And I also want to challenge you this week, like I did last week, to let people know you love your church. It was kind of interesting because I did that on Facebook. I posted, and I actually do that from time to time. I went to church as a young girl where my pastor just loved his church. He loved everybody. He loved the little kids. He loved the, the older adults. And he loved the, the people that were the same age as, as he was. And I see that that's really important.
important because we need to show God's love by loving others. So I challenge you to either let someone know or post it on Facebook that you love your church. Amen?